I got quite a few issues to cover today, so I'm gonna get started. The first thing is, is God damn, I gotta quit watching the news. The other thing is the internet. Jesus Christ, it'll kill you or piss you off one or the other. Almost positive is meant for another audience. Almost positive may contain sexually oriented content. Politically oriented content. And unethically oriented content. Listener discretion advised. Now, here's Almost Positive with Van Rollington and Sir Rollington. I know. It finally worked out. We did it. Let me just fade that. It's like, uh, like you know what the fuck you're doing. It's crazy. Where did you learn how to do stuff like that? School? I don't know. In the streets? In the streets? <laughs> the school, the school of, hard of Hard Knocks? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. All right. So, you know, today, today should be special. Today should be like, uh, like our, our first official episode. So hopefully we won't run into any hiccups, you know? I, I mean, mean, this whole starting last two hours has been one big hiccup after another, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with oh, our that's board. Con- that's, that's a conservative approach to it. I mean, I'd say the last fucking four weeks have been like, you know? Yeah. Okay, fine. It's conservative. But, uh, so today we're going to have, uh, one of our friends from high school, uh, Carlos. What do you got to say about him? Well, what, is, what are his credentials? Carlos, uh, he's a black man who grew up in a Hispanic neighborhood. He's conservative, so already we're, you know, we're out there. The paradox. Yeah, it's, it's out there already. Um, but for the Sounds most part, idea. he's a big wrestling fan. And uh, he actually wants to talk politics with us, so we'll, uh, right. we'll cover some things. I'm sure That's he's got nice. an opinion on uh, Bernie and all that. And then uh, after Mr. Carlos, we're going to have one of our regulars, Jerome. Jerome or Jamal? Oh, man, it's been fucking two, four <laughs> weeks and you still can't get it right. Yeah, Jamal, you know, he's one of our, he, he's he's part of the, the whack pack. Look, he was fine with his real name. We could just use that. <laughs> his real name is better, though. Uh, and he's going to bring some rich, some 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 life enriching material, you know. Oh yeah. Um, and what? I mean, you know, we're gonna talk about unemployment. We're gonna talk about Jordan Peterson. We're gonna talk about the tiger. We gotta talk about the tiger. So every, I think like every episode should be twenty percent about the Tiger King and the coronavirus. No, I mean mandatory. Yeah. Well, they said that they're gonna add another episode to that Netflix series. So yeah, there you, go. you know, it'll be uh, Koof Cough, uh, Koop Talk, and uh, Tiger King. That's enlightening. That's enlightening, and that's what's up. We should change the name of but, our show just to that. It's Tiger King be- and talking about quarantine. Before that, you know, I was uh, I was on Facebook yesterday, and I don't know that this is news, but I saw that Barbie is gonna be made now with like four, like three or four different body types, bro, to be inclusive. All right, yeah, yeah. It's inspiring. What, like A cup, B cup, and C cup? <laughs> I think uh, so. They got they got regular Barbie, they got short, skinny, petite Barbie, and they have tall, tall regular Barbie. Because the one that's supposed to be plus size is not plus size. Like you know, it's like Tyra Banks type plus size, which is not plus size, which is perfect. Oh, it's it's perfect. That's what they're gonna call it—the perfect one. <laughs> yeah. This is inclusive, perfect Barbie. She's thick and tall. But I thought it was crazy because, you know, 
I'm not sure that those are the only body types. Like I was like, how about the little short squatty chicks with the short legs? You oh, know, God. they don't have a Barbie for her. Well, you know, they're not going to do the ones that uh, make people look really bad. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that come, okay, look, you're acting as if that's like some kind of established standard of beauty, bro. Who, who dictates the society? You do the patriarchy? No, our fucking internal fucking biology fucking dicta- dictates that. So you're, we you're can look at something and be horny, can't we? <laughs> so our, our internal biology doesn't want short squatty chicks with, with small legs. No, of course not. That's fucked up, man. I don't oh, agree. I, I, I disavow. That's how you say hey, That's and, how you uh, say it. You disavow. And really, the other Barbie that was missing was like the straight up, like pear shape, like like a bell. Bell Barbie? You know? Yeah. Like that round, kind of like, um, oh, man, uh, uh, Honey Boo Boo's mom. <sighs> like, where's that Barbie, you know? Because what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be perfect. That'd be the community that would buy that Barbie. <laughs> that'd be I, Honey Boo Boo, a bunch of hillbillies, and uh, and that dude. <laughs> I, I disavow. I disavow all that. I'm just saying, man. It was it was interesting because I, I just felt and also all right. So now we got fucking short, skinny Barbie, tall, tall, fat Barbie. But where's uh Ken? And where's the representation? So like, are we still subjected to the male standard of beauty that says that we got to look like Thor? Well, duh. That's fucked up. That doesn't do much for me. You know, I don't feel included. There's no fat Ken. No, there's no fat Ken. You know what? Yeah, we should really petition for that. We should petition for fat yeah. Ken. We should petition for uh, under 5'4 uh, fucking Ken. Uh, almost balding Ken. We should yeah, petition for, for that real. too. Um, receding, dad, yeah, dad bod receding Ken. Receding hairline. There should be receding hairline Ken, fat Ken, uh, dad bod Ken. Like, it should be inclusive. I don't know. But that's just me. I think the kids approve. The kids approve. And we are a family-oriented show. Smash, I'm pretty sure I said that in the intro. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I said that in the intro. We're a family-oriented show. Yeah, yeah, family-oriented. Of course. But, uh... So what, man? We're we're still. I'm. I think I'm in week uh, five or six of the quarantine, and uh, I am fucking happy to say that it's gotten easier. I, I don't know if it's my soul's died. I've conditioned myself to this, but it's gotten easier. Well, you're like an animal in captivity. You know, you've lost your soul. I think so, man. But you're still out in the wild, dude. How's that uh, working? Oh yeah, out? dude. I'm out in the wild. Every day's a risk. My adrenaline is pumping. I can't sleep as well. It's fucking great. <laughs> that's that's that. It's that sounds enriching. So and that's, then I that's got some. Well, I got some crazy bitch following me everywhere. Carol fucking <laughs> Trying to shut me down. Yeah, you gotta be careful with her. You'll be fucking a uh, cow chow or what is it? Chow mix. Chow meow mix. mix. Meow mix. They're gonna put me. Yeah, in. don't don't get turned into meow mix, bro. Uh, you know what? We should start out the. A podcast with the same uh, intro that she does and hope she sues us. Uh, hello there, you cool. Yeah, there you go. Kittens. Hey, all cool cats and kittens. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm, I'm down, man. All right, cool. You know, I have no integrity. That's fine. That's fine. Speaking <laughs> of uh, low integrity, fucking, I finished watching the Tiger King. 
So was it everything that you ever hoped it could possibly be? Uh, yeah, I learned some valuable lessons. Um, uh, for instance, the ownership of money and property comes from doing things in a certain way. Those who do things in a certain way, whether on purpose or accidentally, get rich. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's fucking what's uh, okay. Look, That's, uh, three no, gaming, at least. Right. No, at, at least she's a capitalist. Yeah. She knows how to play the game. And, well, uh, you know, I learned a few other things about, uh, what is it? I've had some kinky sex. Yeah. This <laughs> yeah, no fucking shit. Like, he, he, who, one of the guys, someone, okay, so on Facebook, there's literally now dozens of fucking Tiger King groups. Yeah. Dedicated to nothing but Tiger King. Tiger King, me- Tiger King memes, Tiger King fucking everything. It's pretty great. But like one of the main creeds of all of them is that you can't be mean or bully anyone. Uh, the whole fucking group is basically an anti-Carol Baskin group. What the fuck? Everyone just sits. Yeah, dude, everyone sits around posting me terrible memes about fucking this, this lady that really we, we really don't know what the fuck's going on. And like everyone's just assumed that she's a fucking killer and just, Posting the fucking most horrible memes. They're all delightful. Yeah. Fucking great. I did uh I did clip up something else for from uh, how mean people are to Carol Baskin. He started getting so crazy to where he had a rubber blow up doll and he would have Carol written on a name tag on it, and he would take a dildo and be shoving it in her mouth. Carol, this is coming for you and it's gonna catch up. <laughs> He skipped. He, he he skipped the Me Too movement, or he was just uh, he, he was just kind just, of flew under the radar. Yeah, just yeah. right there where he could right, get away right with before. It. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because uh, that's what I was talking to to my girl about. I was I was talking to Angie about um the so she thinks that Carol Baskin is innocent, and she thinks that it's terrible that people have just decided she's guilty. Even though that you know, even though she wasn't, she was investigated and didn't, they didn't find anything. And yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, I get it. Is the court of public opinion has already just said what the fuck they said? Everyone just says she's guilty, but isn't that like kind of like a you know, and I, it's kind of like the Me Too movement. I mean, they have no, they have no evidence. People decided that they did it. It's wrong on both sides, like without evidence you know it's like all right Kavanaugh like okay he's got he had people testify against him or whatever but they didn't have any any solid evidence just the testimony of this lady yeah so they they have all these people with 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 Carol Baskin these reports police report where her husband like afraid for his life he went and told friends of theirs mutual friends of theirs that he was actually afraid for his life because he was going to divorce her and then all of a sudden, oh no no, he's got dementia and he he disappeared. He used to fly to to fucking what Brazil, like all Costa right. Rica, Costa Rica. Okay, you know what what's a what what's the difference? Yeah, no, all that uh, pretty much adds up to she probably killed him, including the part where the they found the van at the airfield and then the cops returned it 
to her house before fingerprinting or investigating any of it. I was all like, well, what the fuck? Obviously, it was like she had it in with the cops. Her brother was fucking a cop, wasn't he? Yeah, but no. So I just said there's no comparison. So I was just like, all right, fine. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, I don't know, bro. I think that fucking lady killed her husband. And it's okay. She got away with it. She did a good job. Like, she killed her husband, took his money, fed him to the Tigers. Fucking, that's what's up. Yeah, I guess the Tigers uh, benefited from that day. Now they're just kind of living in captivity <laughs> and fucking in, in those tight little cages to drink water or whatever. Yeah, that's that's what one of the memes I saw on uh, Facebook was uh, some ghetto chick talking about, oh, you fucking ghetto bitches out there. The... This bitch did exactly what all of you guys been talking about. She made her husband disappear, ran off with his millions, and now she's fucking free. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, and it's fucking great. You know, like, I mean, it's the truth. And it's if that truth. lady killed her husband, fuck it. And honestly, I kind of, I don't know, the, the tiger king grew on me, despite the euthanizing the tigers after they weren't pettable and too hard to keep feeding and you know keeping the the meth head boyfriend that killed himself and then at that he's just like oh my god i'm never gonna financially recover from this i'm broke as shit <laughs> dude that's just fucking great it's over though yeah i mean over. the i think i think the universe worked out just fine we got a great tv show he's in jail and he all he wanted to he just wanted to be fucking famous he got yeah. to be famous. He got his part. He got to be famous, but he's in jail now. It's fucking great. Everyone, everyone got their fucking due. I guess. Um, I'm just like I'm very upset because I don't even think that he actually did give him the money to go kill her. I think that that was all Jeff. Jeff uh, set that <laughs> motherfucker up from the get. He was all like, "This guy's always talking about killing that bitch." You know what? I'm gonna set him up. Well, the, the Tiger King is suing the government and Jeff and everybody else now. I saw I saw a report on that recently. Cool. Well, you know, I think he, uh, it would make for good entertainment. Tiger King season two. They just they just think he's a clown. No, I was telling um, Angie, I'm like, dude, fucking the guy with the long white hair should get a spin off the fucking cult leader. Oh, man. Fuck. And I took off uh, his intro where he spells his name. <laughs> Yeah, when uh, that's ones. When I was listening to your show uh, the other day with Angie, uh, there was a point where you guys couldn't name him, and in my head was running the clip of him being like Dr. Robert Antle, D O C Antle, Anti, whatever the fuck. (laughs) Nah, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember that, dude. I I feel like I have to rewatch it again. I it's kind of like watching Fight Club for the first time. I can actually just play it from my computer. Hold on. <laughs> Dr. Bhagavan yeah. Antle. B-H-A-G-A-V-A-N Antle. A-N-T-L-E. Dr. Bhagavan Antle. Bhagavan. Yeah, dude. He was he was on point, man. I mean, all these fucking people are on the same shit. Yeah. Fucking the Tiger King got a bunch of homeless meth heads who came out of jail, gave them a fucking job. Carol Baskin's taking advantage of all the fucking bleeding heart hippie animal people. And that dude's got a harem of 
nubile fucking uh, young meat to exploit. Mm. I mean, a cult for intent, literally for our intents and purposes, a cult just focused on fucking petting cats. Ooh, it's great. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to take. I'm trying to take uh, really notes from all three. You know, yeah, I think they be got the, it. Uh, the only one I think is an upstanding citizen is probably Tony Stark or Tommy Stark, whatever the fuck his name is. The fuck is that? The guy from Indiana. The business partner that Jeff got with at the end. Oh yeah, dude, that's exactly what I said too. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Other than that, the drug, the drug dealer, the drug dealer is probably the most sane one out of all of them. Yeah. No, the that dude, the Indiana dude was fucking. He's a scumbag too, but at least he's straight up. Like I didn't feel like he was pretentious at all at any point. I think yeah. he's just a fucking just straight up ass dude. I believe it. Um. Yeah, but. If they do do a spinoff, you should give it to the guy with the fucking cult, because that guy, that guy will probably be the most entertaining. But uh, I hope, I don't know, I'm not sure. I hope they all die. I felt bad for the dude that watched uh, the dude kill himself, the fat guy. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, man, I'm just surprised they got that on, on film. Like I was like, Damn. yeah, like, but you know what? I don't know. It is what it is. Every everybody's getting all this like recognition, and I don't know what they. So the girl with the arm, the girl is missing the arm now. Yeah, staff. She just got a GoFundMe uh, put together for her to get her an arm. So, and she was one of the least terrible per- people on the show. Yeah. Uh, then. Uh, it seems that David Spade is making a career out of interviewing every single cast member from the Tiger King. You know what? I haven't YouTube. watched that yet, but I was interested. I saw it on, on YouTube, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's David Spade just talking to them. But I mean, you know. But I guess everyone everyone's stuck in quarantine. Everyone's got podcasts and fucking uh, shows now. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of celebrities just do that now. Now they want to start YouTube fucking streams and... Now they're putting a bunch of other YouTubers out of business. Well, I just watched an art. I, mean, I just watched. I just saw an article talking about how if this does continue, um, we're gonna start running a little short on material. There's gonna be a big gap of like movies and shows for a while, and the only thing that hasn't been affected is um, media like YouTube, kind of like shows that are already kind of made remotely from like fucking, you know, B film or what is it? B roll fucking footage and just flash art and shit like that. So YouTube's doing good along with video games. Like we learned last week. Oh yeah. Lewis told us there was a 75% uptick. Something like that. Yeah. Something so the nerds that. are happy. I, I bet they are. Beta. <laughs> Don't be a bully, man. You're fucking bully. You're fucking bully. Oh, all right. Oh, let me see if um, our good buddy Carlos is available because uh, he he seemed in a very frustrated mood earlier when I was speaking to him. Apparently, it's his first day back at work after being quarantined for so long. So you know, your body's all out of shape. You're a little upset. You get cranky easily. It's not been long enough for all these things to happen. <laughs> well, you can ask him about it. Maybe he's got a different opinion. Maybe it's just like, you know, dealing with all this stress has just like caused him to gain more weight or something. He is like a fucking old man. 
All right, let's see where he is. Hopefully, he picks up. Yeah, should have should have messaged his ass before. Uh, I was messaging his ass before. He wasn't responding. No, we are getting ringing though. Hold on. Yes. <laughs> there he is. Let me, let me let me play you in, Carlos. We got a special little song for you. Hold on. Fine. Yes, you can. All right. How are we doing? It's your first day back at work. Well, third afternoon. yesterday. Why do you sound so down, bro? Do you sound like you have your your phone under your pillow. I actually have a fucking cloth mask on, so I'm trying to be safe. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> it's the sound of safety. The sound of safety. Correct. Where are you at? I'm walking. I just got an Uber. I'm walking into my house right now from work. All right. That's good. Are you going to take off all your clothes, put them in a bag, and take a hot shower? I'm not. I'm going to get a backpack from head to the south side to visit a lady friend, actually. Ooh. Ooh. The bush, nice. they call it, 86th and South Shore. Ooh, wow. Um, that sounds dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. That's what's up. At least we know you're still living. But you so guys Mar- can't just like, can't, you guys can't just like uh, surprise people with like, oh yeah, hey, by the way, we're on a podcast. What's going on? How are you doing? <laughs> Isn't there some kind of planning and preparation that got to go on beforehand? Or it's just like, oh, I did tell you what podcasting. time. I told you what time. Oh. <laughs> no, you, you asked me what time I'll be available, and I and you said eight thirty, and I told you nine. Yeah, he's gonna. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down to do it, but I I just need a little more notice. I got a lot of stuff going on right now. Nah, well, so so that's uh, you know, it's been about a month and a half, and 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 he's still fucking figuring out how to do shit, Carlos. So you know, you're gonna have to give us probably a couple years before he can fucking avoid doing shit like that. You, I mean, you've known the guy over almost fifteen, twenty years now. I mean. Yeah, fun. you've known him since before he had fucking pubic hair, man. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> I knew Mario before. I know Mario when he was a liberal. Based. Oh, dude. Do you remember when he used to sneak people across the border with a fucking crazy radical church? Or <laughs> you know, Do you remember this or no? All right. I don't know. What are you talking about? Mario, oh. how does Carlos not know that you used to sneak people across the border? There's, there's a time in, in, uh, in my life where I disappeared for a bit because I was out saving the world. You know, bro, this world, dude used actually. to be you're breaking the law, actually. <laughs> 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 yes, we did. We no. did do an introduction of Carlos. He is very Republican. Semantics, breaking the laws, breaking the whatever, yada yada yada. I gotta go. No. I got some mad stuff to do. Um. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What are you guys doing Sunday? Sunday? <laughs> you- Sunday? <laughs> Probably going to be at church. Going to be working. Um, yeah. I have off Sunday, so I'm just- oh, okay. Well, let me know when you guys are free again. So we can, do can, can, we, can we call you next Friday? I'm not doing no over-the-phone bullshit. What if you guys kind of fucking... Oh, you want to travel? He's going to come in studio? live? Oh, shit. 
I got my I got my fucking mask, shit. I'm, I'm ready for anything. <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. We can have you on uh, live in the, the studio, studio on uh, on Fridays. Yeah, I want to see your stupid faces, so I can fucking really get into. Uh, it. You ain't gonna see my face, bro. I'm in the fucking bunker, bitch. The fuck you think this is? Okay, well then maybe I saw this is over. Then I don't see your face the most. See that laugh <laughs> and that smile, that Cheshire smiles you have. Beta. <laughs> Look. We, we, but whenever, we, whenever I have time, yes, I'm down for whatever. I don't know what yeah. you guys want to talk about or whatever. I, I, there should be some kind of planning beforehand. So I was, I was going to ask you. Uh, I was going to ask you your opinion on WrestleMania because you know Mario you were so had upset. a whole fucking you know, notes. No. Oh, okay, that's cool. Why well, is some kind of preparation? I don't, I don't do uh, just haphazard and. and, and, and no, no. Look, Mario had notes, bro. Mario was going to ask you about black unemployment. He was going to ask you about mm. fucking. Uh, he said, mm. <laughs> "He was gonna." I'm serious. I'm reading his notes. He was gonna ask you about WrestleMania. He was gonna ask you about okay, Carlos Townsend. <laughs> How you doing? Actually, how you doing? You all right? Who me? Yeah, yeah, you. I'm fucking great, dude. I mean, like, better than ever, man. Yeah, you? Pretty dark. I mean, fucking uh, world pandemic. And you're doing better than ever. That's okay. This is man. I'm sorry to hear that you're not doing better than ever, man. I'm doing better than ever. Doing I got twelve hundred dollars. I got twelve hundred dollars stimulus check today. I'm great. Plus I got my unemployment, which is twelve hundred dollars. So I'm uh, going yeah, to cash doing better. Well, I mean finance. This guy jumps on the money. Listen, the money's not going to always make you happy, Carlos. I thought you knew this. Well, I'll say that. You don't want to happy. You're the happy guy. <laughs> yeah, right. You said I, yeah, you said no. I, you said I sad, actually. I mean, make your mind up. Put your shit together. See, this is the fire <laughs> I wanted out of him. Just like all frustrated. Yeah, and the, my, my, I think Mario fucking didn't Angel send you any preparations. Out of me. No, Mario didn't send yeah, you any, Mario any preparation. So that he could try to. Well, we could have when I was over there for WrestleMania, but I was fucking. I had knocking Pepsi. He smoked <laughs> so much weed, and he pretty much fucking. I couldn't keep my eyes open because he was fucking just fucking. What you don't smoke weed no more? Not like that, Jesus! Like fucking or blunts or something, man. It made my hair turn. Oh down. my god! What is this? <laughs> who is? Who are we talking to? Listen, dude, you do realize that the first time I ever like really smoked weed was with you, right? You do know that. The second time I ever smoked weed was with you and Christina Corona and, and Catherine Douglas. As you get older, you kind of like stay in a phase down. Mario still took the same amount of blood and shit that he did fucking when we were fucking playing uh, WWE fucking Raw versus SmackDown. Listen, Mario fucking fronts. He flexes. When there's people around, he'll roll fucking five rounds until everyone fucking passes out. He got like a a million roaches down there. It's like, I'm like, who's... I'm saying, but when he's by himself... I gotta go. Fucking face. (laughs) Got no time for that shit. Adios. (laughs) We'll catch you later, Mr. Townsend. Yeah, let me know when you guys are free. Alright, you can come in next Friday. Next Friday? Yeah, next Friday. Count on okay. it. Count on it. Right, well, don't count on us, but I'll see what I can do. Live in studio. Bye. Bitch. Bye.
Where's his song? <laughs> Just play him out on nothing? Yeah. yeah. So there's this music. <laughs> that was Carlos Townsend with the Carlos Report. Angry as shit as always. The black conservative outlook. Uh, the hot take. You know who he reminds me of? Uh, the the black weatherman from uh, Family Guy. It's like, what the fuck? It's gonna <laughs> rain. Nah, he's he's that fucking. Uh, remember the reporter that was in the in the fucking countryside, and the bug flew in his mouth. Oh yeah. He's yeah. like, nah, I'm tired of this motherfucking country ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's Carlos, dude. I was actually clipping up uh, some of the best interviews, and uh, I got uh, this one from this uh, woman who uh, she was being arrested. Let me. Uh, oh wait, no, I don't have it. Oh, well. I got the hide your kids, hide your wife guy. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. I mean, there there was literally, like, the world before that and the world after. That that actually expanded the spectrum of memes from being just the little, the crazy faces and shit with the letters to, like, being, like, anything, you know? Yeah, yeah no, for sure. Him and... uh Hatchet Hobo. Smash, smash, smash. Oh man, that guy. That's that's a that's a tragic story right there, man. I know. Well maybe we should delve into it maybe on another episode. We'll go down yeah, the we'll rabbit hole. Deep dive into um what the fuck was his name? Kai. Kai, the hitchhiker. For sure. But uh man, you know that that that's funny because you fucking Give me the this the show rundown with everything that we're gonna do on the show. We fucking call Carlos. I'm thinking like, dude, this guy's already talked to Carlos. This guy already fucking ha- has a whole thing ready and shit. I we told him talk to Carlos, and he has no clue what the fuck is going on. Dude. I will I will screenshot our conversation. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is unacceptable. He made yeah, me look you know bad. What? We'll put it on our Twitter. He made me look put bad on, on my own show. Put it on Instagram and on Twitter because I, you know, this shit's fucking unacceptable, man. I will put a black man on blast. <laughs> That's terrible, bro. I will. I will. I mean, like, you know, I, I have show notes here. This guy got a fucking name for the segment. He said, In Living Color with Carlos Townsend. Wow. That cool, was the name cool, that man. we actually discussed. And he was all like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> then he said, we're going to discuss unemployment because he's been, he's been, he was unemployed for a while. Yep. But she did confirm we're yep. going to discuss black unemployment because He's a Republican himself. (laughs) (laughs) So he's qualified. And uh, we're going to discuss the other Carlos Thompson from YouTube, motivational speaker. I'll save that for the next show. I looked up his name on YouTube to see if I could find some clips of him. And I found, yeah. And I found another Carlos Thompson who's a motivational speaker for the Lord. It's fucking great. (laughs) Oh, God. And then you got uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania was whack. So what? You guys sat down and watched that shit together? Uh, yeah, it was kind of painful. Uh, it's with no crowd. There's like no excitement. It's it's literally you're just watching. I don't know. There's just uh, there's just it's like flavorless. Theater play. It's it's like uh, chicken, but it's just heated up. It's got no spice, no nothing. There's no like tasty no, oil on chicken. it. Nothing. Just it's boiled chicken. Just boiled That's chicken. That's fine, bro. You go go back to to the essence of what it's supposed to be, you know? 
Uh, but there's something about the crowd that adds so much more. Even in Japan, when it's all very quiet and people are just clapping because they appreciate the art, like it's still better than than what we saw. But uh, there was some good parts I wanted to Carlos to elaborate on, which were um, the filmed movie matches that were pretty good. And actually, I want you to sit down and watch one before we uh, discuss even that one. So I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send you my my account info, and you can watch it. Well, yeah, aren't you going to start a podcast about wrestling? Well, if he's going to come in that same day, we might as well just do it then and have you as a guest. Well, we, we could, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll figure something out, but we could, uh, you could put it, can you put it on your computer and run it on, on here, share the screen? Yeah, I can do that. We can, we can analyze the match as it's going on. Uh, well, no, I mean that, or just, just to watch it kind of together. I mean, yeah, yeah we could do commentary on it. That'd be cool, I guess, too. Yeah, that's fine. All right. But, uh, but yeah, so what? Well, no, that's it. That's it. Other than that, Carlos wants to talk about, uh, you know, raves and shit like that so apparently he's you know republican and he goes to raves and he fucks you know <laughs> the raver girls probably white girls probably white girls yeah i knew yeah. something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms something is wrong here <laughs> <laughs> i just saw I, I was recently watching a compilation of all of those videos and uh saw that one and the reporter is so fucking uncomfortable. He's trying to get him away from the topic and he just won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't know what to say about that other than, you know, I'll probably be disavowed. I have to watch what I say now. I recently just got a, a promotion. So now I have a lot to lose. Yeah. Your, 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 your importance in the world is starting to increase, man. How's it feel? Uh, it's, uh, it, it feels good. $2,000 is good. $2,000 good? That's my pay pay raise. That'll that'll get you one hitman about. You're right. Yeah. One Mississippi hitman, or where are they from? Tennessee? I don't know. Fucking Whatever. one balding. One, one hit one, hitman. Yeah, one hitman that showers with fucking bandanas on. <laughs> like, for sure that will buy you that. So In a cup, can't you buy it? Can't, can't you buy a tiger cup for about two thousand bucks? Apparently. Oh shit! I could. Ah, but my apartment's too small for a tiger cup. Nah, see, yeah, with that fucking attitude, of course you ain't gonna be able to get shit in that fucking apartment. I'm broke as shit, <laughs> dude. You know, I, I wish I I'd I become aware of that guy before all of this happened. But I mean, do you really think he'll be in jail for that long? Look, Trump said he's going to pardon him and he's going to win oh, the 2020 God. election on pardoning Joe Exotic. Dude, that, that shit is ridiculous. I was like, oh man, Trump said he was going to fucking pardon Tiger King. I really want to see that. And then I watched it and he was just like, oh, which one of my retarded fucking sons said that? Yeah, it was Don, wasn't it? Like, yeah. It's like, he didn't even know who the fuck anyone was talking about. I'm sure. I'm sure Trump doesn't watch anything. He just watches Fox News and sleeps for about three hours. That's honorable, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. He said it actually today. Uh, I was at work, and they had the news on, and he literally told one of the porters, he's all like, I don't sleep. I'm constantly worrying. So I got this. <laughs> I mean, even before he was president, apparently he never slept, so, you know. It's admirable. It's admirable. He's an admirable guy, you know. 
He's, uh, as uh, Jesse Leader would Peterson would say, amazing. He's an amazing man. Uh, well, you're you're a big Donald Trump fan, and that's Woo! good, dude. I respect your conviction, man. You know. Yeah. Just don't let other people find out because then they're going to come at me with, uh, you know. With attacks. Nah, nah, they won't. But uh, you know what? What we should do is reach out to our fucking internet correspondent, uh, Jamal, Jerome, Hyro. Let me play him in. Let me get this uh, sound clip up ready. Where the fuck? I got so much now. Fuck. This is too much. This is supposed much to be shit. a professional broadcast. Too much goddamn shit. No, you can't keep up with your own fucking. Destination unknown, no, 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 no. Come on, he's the real Mexican. Yeah, what's up, guys? What up? How are we doing? So yeah, we we just we just finished talking to our our first. We can't even say callers because we called. We that's fucked up. Our callers are people we call who have no clue what the fuck we're doing and and really want have nothing to do with it. (laughs) You should you should just call a pizza place and ask them how they feel about it and shit. Oh yeah, we should. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, well, you call. You probably get the same response. Call a pizza place and just ask them how how business has been since the coronavirus. What kind of measures are you guys taking to not contaminate yeah. your customers? Ask, ask them if you could talk to a black worker and ask them about black unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> that you guys have to like lay anybody off. Yeah. So, I mean, like, do you guys require people to have a change of clothes when they come into work? Are they wearing masks? I'm I'm down. Can you do can you do prank calls in Illinois? I know it's illegal in some states. Wait, I have to check um, up on that. I don't know actually. Yeah, that's that's useful information I have, guys. So but I know you can't call a bomb threat. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's everywhere. That one for sure. That's Is national that a state where you could do that at in? Can we go there? I Oklahoma. No, just, no. <laughs> not even in Oklahoma. That's how not you know it's Oklahoma. a serious law if you can't even do it in Oklahoma. Yeah. No, but right, I, so. There's fruit in that pizza idea. We might be able to call up uh, some different places and just ask them random questions. Think of, them. think of somewhere that you think is dead, but still open. Yeah, Bro, no, whatever pizza place. Bro, at my job, I literally have to stay on the phone for 20 minutes uh, just answering questions that have nothing to do with my job. Like what? What the fuck are they asking you? It has nothing to do with your job. Uh, they're asking me for like, oh, how do I get to this place and this place? And I'm all like, none of those places have anything to do with our, our place, but you feel the need to call me and ask me to direct you to them? Yeah. I guess we're, you know, we're helping the community in some way. Right. You're, you're, their, you're their Siri, dude. I guess. Yeah, no, your fucking job. It's to fucking help the community, man. And sometimes that involves just Googling something for someone so I can leave you the fuck alone. <laughs> for real. They get so mad I'm, at me when I'm all like, well, you bring up Google, then you type it in. Yeah, you tell them how to do it themselves. Yeah. 
Yeah, the fucking you. Well, and it's all like, well, where are you at? And then they'll be like, um, they'll look around and try to find a street sign, and I'm all like, oh. yeah, nah, that's fucking the worst. Like people, people never, people never have any fucking clue where they're at, where North is from, where they're at. Like, it's it's kind of fucking crazy. I mean, but hey, you know that's, what? That's, that's a lot of skill now. Well, I mean, look. And what what, what <laughs> direction are you facing? I know I'm facing west. I'm yeah. facing west too. Oh shit! Are we sync? Are we in sync? Yeah. Huh? Are you facing west too? Yeah, I'm facing west. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Where's uh? Hold on. I need. I got. Ah. Yeah. There you go. That's good, dude. That's good. Yeah. I mean, is there is the west is the best? No, didn't uh, Jim Morrison say that? Yes, yes, he did. I'm saying so. That's it. There's no fucking other way to fucking face. Anyway, <laughs> we do we do have Hyro here because he he's, he brought us some some more gems to share with the fucking uh, with the computer that we're recording into. That's right. Huh? What? what are you gonna play first? What do we got, Mario? Uh, I need to let me share my screen real quick. Okay. I have here. Let's see what we got. Oh my god, this Zoom menu. Yeah. What's wrong with this? Yeah, so you know, we we we're, we're still trying to figure out all the technology. All right. Got a fucking bunch of boomers here. So, but uh what was what's the first thing you got for us, Hyro? Okay, so since everybody's been watching movies for the quarantine, and at the at the first thing was like uh, that popped up was some like something to do with the quarantine movie that came out a couple years ago. So I started looking up like all movies that came out associated with the flu or the quarantine or something like that, and I found this old mo- this old South Korean movie called The Flu. And uh, this guy did a little review of it, and like he breaks it down pretty good, like in the first two three minutes, what it's about. I thought it was pretty interesting. Perfect. That's going to really help us get to that one hour and 30 minute mark. (laughs) Okay. We're shooting for. Go ahead. Hello, YouTube. I am Thorstein from Cinema Terror. And if you have germophobia, then this film will be a horrific experience for you. The movie I'm talking about and will be reviewing today is a 2013 disaster film from South Korea called The Flu. Destroyed a bunch of fucking uh, trailer. Yeah. Oh, what happened? It should be audio, no? Yes. There's audio. Where's our audio at? Mario you don't hear silent. it? The flu is a virus outbreak oh, movie that takes place in the city of Bundang. The virus arrives there after an infected group of illegal immigrants comes ashore in a container. When the container is open, the infection spreads right away, but there is one who did survive the trip. His name is Monsai, and he is now all alone and afraid in a new country without knowledge that he might just be the key to solve the virus. The government takes action to contain the virus and are left in a political turmoil as they want to save their people while at the same time being pressured by western countries to take whatever means necessary to keep the virus from spreading, even if it means sacrificing the entire city. Will they be able to contain the threat and find an antidote to the virus, or will they have to go to the most... So they were Korean? It's a South Korean movie. 
but did the virus come from China though? Um, I don't know. Did he say that right there? They were illegal she immigrants. Said they came in a crate. They yeah, were a illegal. crate. So, so it was a crate of illegal immigrants coming into Korea. Based. Yeah, it's South Korea. From where? From where? Can you look that up? Um, look that up. Somebody look that shit up right now. I'm pretty sure that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be China. You think it came from China? Don't say that, Mario. Man, that's not cool, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. They said they I'm said sorry. what province it started in. So what? It's gonna be illegals from us from another part of Korea coming into Korea. Maybe. Nah, it's probably from China. Look, he was vomiting black and blood. The virus that mutated. Looking up the plot, the plot hold doesn't on, hold mention on, hold where on. they're from. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the one. Yes, yeah, disaster film. Does you strain of H five N one that kills victims? Story I don't know where that fucking shipment. Okay, look right there. Right. And uh, seal who find that illegal immigrants have died in the shipping container. An unknown illness. Where are the illegal immigrants from? Also, no one's illegal, guys. Remember that. No. People aren't illegal. They're not? <laughs> They're undocumented. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So go go ahead. Like play a little the, more like of the trailer. Play a little more of the trailer? All right. Yeah, I want to see if they say that the, the, if they're Chinese or not. Own people. You'll have to watch the flu to find out. The film you'll is have to find the first, the, you'll and have it won't be the last film to tackle the idea of a deadly virus spreading throughout the population. Virus outbreak films are kind of like the cousin of the zombie movies, often sharing the same type of story structure and even overlapping each other, mixing it up making a virus be the reason for a zombie outbreak in the first place. Mm. Considering that the flu is a Korean film, it would be easy to compare it to the highly praised Train to Busan, a movie I personally love myself and would absolutely recommend to everybody, fans of Asian cinema or not. In fact, the very reason why I was made aware of this film was that a friend of mine said I should check this out as I enjoyed Train to Busan as much as I did. And after no, I seeing it, say I can absolutely understand why. Wait, they got the CDC, alright. Nah, they're, they're just gonna leave it as like illegal immigrants, not say from where. Did just you, a, did you guys, drama. Did you guys nah. see the way they looked at the illegal immigrants? Like, yeah. Disgusted. I mean, I was trying to figure out which, which who was who. But well, you can obviously tell. I saw condescension yeah. in the look of one of them. That's how you knew. That they gave that slanted look and they were like just judging, you know? Don't they already have a slanted look? Oh, come on. See, this is even, even, even more slanted. <laughs> that, that, we, we, don't, we don't make those type of jokes here. Guys. We're right, highbrow right. fucking, you know. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, wow. What else? What else you got for us? That was good. We should we should watch the flu. I hope they have an English dub because I'm illiterate. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Maybe it's an old movie. But then um, up next, I had um, that article. All right. Well, we'll do we'll do the the quiz first because the article I got on my screen. Okay. Well, then uh, I got your choice. I thought, I found two quizzes that were pretty good. Or three. I sent you one like in Japanese, and I got two other ones. Wait, I sent them. Uh, aren't you looking Japanese. at the screen? Don't you see our screen, Cairo? Yeah. What country would you like to visit? Which which one, one of Jesus', Jesus disciples, disciples are, are you? Yeah. Oh wait, I have to I have to I have to pick one of these. 
So which one? Do I yeah, pick? yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what? You pick it, Mario. You're gonna represent the nation today. Oh man, well let's, you see, know. let's see which disciple you are. I mean, I mean, it's an obvious choice, isn't it? You got what to throw? I mean, if you're anyone other than Judas, I'd I'd be confused because I don't know what any of the other ones did. So. <laughs> well, I think one of them wrote one of the or four of them wrote the Bibles, didn't they? All right, now I got to choose a color. All right, yeah, choose a color. Your uh, options are blue. Because uh, I'm brown red. and proud. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. Uh, Arabic, Arabic uh, skin tone, Arabic Crayola skin tone. How would my friends describe me? I don't know, guys. How would you describe me? Ooh, persistent, confident, loyal, kind, patient, hardworking, driven, smart, charming. They missed a few, like retarded. <laughs> uh, the persistent. worst. Persistent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, persistent. Yeah. Hyro right. says persistent. Based. <laughs> Choose a baby animal. Choose a baby animal. You have. Yeah. Oh, I saw a tiger. Oh, there you go. <laughs> a baby. They have a baby as an animal, though. It is. It is an animal. How dare hey, they? How <laughs> they dare they? Baby as one of the animal <laughs> options. <laughs> Look, uh, like an actual baby. That's good. We are above animals. All right. Choose a month. You know the months, right? Uh, I'm gonna pick Jeez. my birthday month. Fuck it. Wow. Wow. How, how fucking original. Wow. <laughs> random household object. Oh, a random household object. I so got bread, be... tape, an axe, tape measure, keys. This one, this one decides uh, the answer, man. Yeah. It's this all on this one. one. Oh, man. Like uh, then at the end they ask you pitch pick which disciple you are. You know what? Let me get let me get the tape. The tape? Scotch the tape. tape. What yeah. does, what the what disciples associated with uh with tape? Scotch tape? I don't know. That's a good question. Which of these negative adjectives best <laughs> applies to you? Which one, guys? We got selfish, flaky, depressed, obsessive, stingy, timid, hot what is it? Scroll? Hot what? Scroll down. Hot tempered, distracted, and needy. Oh, what do you man. think? I, distracted. Dude, <laughs> <will be nice. laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it was right on the ball. By the constant fucking stimulus of his senses all the time. Oh my god, there's sights and smells and, and sounds. Oh, now <laughs> I gotta choose a a game from the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Oh, god, who knows? Uh, oh, let's go with curling. Fuck it. Curling. Curling. That's fine. I'd. Interesting. Yeah, which one of these? Probably gonna get one of the. Probably get one of the. You're gonna get one of the gay disciples. Which one of these pictures is the most appealing? You have a mountain range, a library, a fucking the ocean with one single cloud, another mountain range but with grass. You got the fucking place where the hobbits live at. The forest, Lord of the Rings, where where the hobbits be running through and shit while they're getting chased by the monsters. And the field where where the gay dude with the long white hair chills at from uh. From pirates. Oh wow! And then you got Vietnam down there from, from uh, Apocalypse Now, Grand Canyon, dude. <laughs> mm. It's a tough choice. Yeah, big Apocalypse Now, Vietnam, dude. Look yeah, at I know. Yeah. yeah, I think you got to go with that one. Go with Vietnam. <laughs> Pick a Jesus. Pick a Jesus. Pick a Jesus. Oh, um, that first one, dude. Uh, All right, hold on, hold on. I hold got on. Buddy Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that other like, Jesus is from. Like Mexican, little- yeah. Okay, right, so you got cool dude Jesus giving you the thumbs up. You got Mexican Jesus. You got baby Jesus flying through the air. You got old school Greek Jesus. 
you got black Jesus. You got Jesus from South Park. You got Jesus on some toilet paper. You got Jesus from the Last Supper and Jesus on the cross as a silhouette in the sky. I I vote I vote the first one. Buddy but Jesus. You can't answer for him. Oh wait, who was doing it? I'm doing it. Right? Yeah. Who, who are you feeling? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're I, right. I I do like how menacing Black Jesus think, looks. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say. Wow. So I, Black Jesus looks menacing to you, bro? Is it because he's black? No, he just uh, looks menacing. I knew he was gonna go for the black Jesus. Yeah, he looks chill. He looks real cool, like a smooth, a smooth cat. But I'm gonna go with the uh, the traditional picture that I've always seen everywhere in the church. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, blanket. I am Judas. Good. I am Judas. Was it rigged? (laughs) Is that shit rigged? It has to be rigged, ain't it? It says black sheep loner. You really got fucking Judas. Near do well, rebel. You're the kind of person who, who's never really fit in with the crowd, and you're okay with that. You do your own thing cool. and live by your own rules. Based. That's good, man. You know what? This 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 here Buzzfeed quiz was fucking great. It knows too much, man. Part of me thinks that it might have been Rick to always be Judas. Well, you want you want to take it this time? No, no, no. I'm going to trust it. What's that? What's that other one that it says up there? Tiger King, dude. Since that's the theme of everything right now. Where? Um, Where you're at. What the fuck you do? This? All right. Oh, this thing? Fuck it. Just go to another quiz. I'll take the other quiz. All right. Take the other quiz. Which possible Illuminati Illuminati member are you? Yeah. So I have to pick a word. Power, money, greed, deception, control, loss, responsibility, destruction, and gain. We're going to go with power because first you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the pussy, right? That's how it goes. There you go. I think that's the order. That is the order. Yeah. All right, pick a number. I got to pick a number between uh, or pick a number. 3, 7, 9, 13, 11, 33, 666, 39, and 1776. <laughs> Bro, that is such a hard. Okay. Between 13 and 1776. It's like if I don't pick 13, I'll be betraying myself, right? Yeah, yeah. But if I don't pick 1776, I'll be betraying the nation. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have uh, 322 on there. They're not that woke, bro. They're not that woke. And what's the other one? The the white power one? How many? Oh, 1488? Yeah. See, instant. I knew that shit instantly. (laughs) Yeah, what's up with that, man? Anyway, all right. Uh, Since it is very patriotic and American to to be true to oneself, I pick 13. It's my lucky number. It's my spirit birthday, man. Am I real? Okay. Pick a lizard. Pick a lizard. <laughs> uh, well, I couldn't name any of these lizards. Um, I'm pretty sure one of them was a Komodo dragon and another one's a gecko. Well, go one through nine and I'll pick it for you. Uh, Azure World. Yeah, they don't have any names. Look, go nah, down a little bit. I'm missing on the, the ones at the bottom. Just find, pick the one you find most appealing. Most appealing? None yeah. of them. Like if you if you were a lizard man yourself. Bottom left. What you do, man? Right there, bottom left. This one? Yeah. You want the spikes? Yeah, that one could blend into the trees or the rocks. You know? <laughs> Pick a name of the devil. 
Satan, Lucifer, Abaddon, Antichrist, Diablo, Arch, Fiend, Beelzebub, Leviathan, and all right this was a setup trying to make me look bad here reading (laughs) um i like beelzebub Beelzebub, man come on i'm retarded and he's he's a good color black it's not even a question fucking black it's not a color (laughs) there's no other colors it's just all black all the time Pick a Greek Pick god. Pick a Greek god. We got Hades, Aphrodite, Hermes, Poseidon, Hestia, Dem- Demeter, Demeter. Yeah, I would, that's how I would say it. Yeah, Dude, Demeter, Zeus, Apollo, and Athena. Um, who's Zeus's dad? He doesn't have a dad. Uh that's where you're wrong, yeah, bro. Zeus is one of the children from. He he comes from the Titans. And, Zeus. Uh, yeah. No, he's a, no. The Titans are his kids. Are they? I thought it was yeah. the other way. Well, who the fuck? There's someone about Zeus, though. No, he's the main nigga. Uh, Isn't he? He he had a dad. He had a dad. Yeah, his one. His dad was one of the Titans. Okay, man. What? If you dummies would have graduated high school, you would know this. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Zeus, bro. What the fuck? Why are you guys wasting my time? Uh, Are you afraid of fluoride? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like actively afraid or passively afraid? All of them. All of the above. (laughs) Was the 1969 moon landing a hoax? Uh, Yes. I'm woke, dude. What is this? Well, obviously. Well, then how do you explain the incident that occurred in Roswell in 1947. It was a balloon. Come on. It was a balloon. It was a balloon? Yeah. Not stupid. Uh, Are you or have you ever been a reptile? No, I've never been a reptile, man. I'm a fucking human being, goddammit. I got Jay-Z. You're not a businessman. You're a businessman. You don't even. Oh wait, no, hold on. You know what? Oh, that's on your screen. Um, you don't even have to try to be who you are. Blatantly blasting Illuminati symbols into yes. mainstream media. And you worked hard to become a musical icon, but it's all you. I mean, but it's all just an illusion to hide who you really are. Allegedly, that was bullshit. How come you got Judas and I got fucking Jay Z? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I I don't think that's a bad. I don't like Jay Z. All right, give me the screen so I could so so we could check out this guy. All right, hold on. Stop sharing. If you've never played Final Fantasy, so you also brought us an article. Yeah. Um, what the fuck's this article about? Um. I don't even remember how the fuck I found it, man. So, oh, you know what? I was playing some board game or something, and it was like, uh, it would say a random fact. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> There's a big ass penis on this guy's article. Hey, what's up with this guy's article? Look, he's got a big ass dick know. on it. What? What is? I can't even pronounce that word. 
Oh, erectile dysfunction? Why why are you looking up erectile dysfunction? Well, look, his his his, his name came up in a board game about random facts and it was so crazy I had to google it. And right. and this is his article about this, this nigga. Is, this the this is the introductory paragraph from his Wikipedia. John Romulus Brinkley, later John Richard Brinkley, July 8, 1885 to May 26, 1942, was an American who fraudulently claimed to be a medical doctor. He had no legitimate medical education and bought his medical degree from a diploma mill, who became known as the Goat Gland Doctor II after he achieved national fame. <laughs> International notoriety and great wealth through the xenotransplantation of goat testicles into humans. Although initially Brinkley promoted this procedure as a means of curing male impotence, eventually he claimed that the technique was a virtual panacea for a wide range of male ailments. He operated clinics and hospitals in several states, and despite the fact that almost from the beginning, detractors and critics in the medical community thoroughly discredited his methods. He was able to continue his activities for almost two decades. He was also, almost by accident, an advertising and radio pioneer who began the era of Mexican border blaster radio, three, four, although he was stripped of his license to practice medicine in Kansas and several other states, Brinkley. A demagogue beloved by hundreds of thousands of people in Kansas and elsewhere, nevertheless launched two campaigns for Kansas governor, one of which was nearly successful. Brinkley's rise to fame and fortune was as quick as his eventual fall was precipitous. At the height of his career, he had amassed millions of dollars, but he died nearly penniless as a result of the large number of malpractice, wrongful death, and fraud suits brought against him. Five. I call him this word. All right. <laughs> you know All right. That's some good trivia so, right there. Yeah, he was. So he was fucking sewing goat testicles onto people. Yeah, as a as a cure for uh, erectile dysfunction. Did it work? No. What do you mean? No, like it's obvious. The fuck? Just like it's obvious. <laughs> no. Who he got his know. medical degree out of a fucking cereal box? Out of a Cracker Jack box and shit. Yeah. Out of a Happy Meal, out of the turn of the century Happy Meal. I've never heard of him. That's but yeah, back then they used to do all sorts of fucking ridiculous shit like that. And and again, you never been there, bro. You don't know if that shit worked or not. But imagine dude, he ran he ran his business for twenty years, dude. You made millions. I'm saying, I'm saying, dude. His fucking gold gold testicle transplant business? Is that what he fucking did for Yeah. Because that's a long time. Listen, after the first like two, three people, he would have gotten caught up and been like, all right, you can't be doing business no more. But he did it for 20 years, bro. It, it, it probably worked. Yeah. It had to be No, he went from state to state. Oh, okay. That's smart. Ooh, like snake oil salesman. They put in like, how do you call it? Like, yeah, yeah. You get a stage coach. Yeah, like a, like a, um, what is this? Snake oil salesman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only worse. Only, Only worse because, yeah, he was chopping. Well, so were the men replacing their testicles? Like, so, like, I, I come up to you, I'm like, all right, my dick doesn't work. So he would come in with, with a set of fucking testicles from a goat. And then, like, what? I would remove mine. Like, I guess we would open the scrotum. I don't know. Take a look. There you go. Look in the, in the transplant. Number three. All right, diploma mill, second marriage. So he was married twice. Go, go gland transplantation. Absolutely. Please tell me more. 
1918, Brinkley opened a 16-room clinic in Milford, where he went over the local immediately by paying good wages. Invigorating the local economy and making house calls on patients afflicted with the virulent and deadly outbreak of the 1918 flu pandemic. Mm. For all his later infamy as a charlatan, accounts of his success at nursing flu victims back to health and the lengths to which he went to treat them were resoundingly positive. As recounted in the biography that Brinkley had commissioned, he struck upon the idea of transplanting goat testicles into men when a patient came to him to ask if he could fix someone who was sexually weak. Brinkley responded by joking that the patient would have no problem if he had a pair of those buck goat glands in you. The patient then begged Brinkley to try the operation, which Brinkley did, for $150. The patient's son later told the Kansas City Star that Brinkley had in fact offered to pay his father handsomely if he'd go along with the experiment. Dude, so he fucking was asked for a service and he did it, nah? So Is that what I just heard? Well, we heard two versions of history on that. Well, well, what the fuck version you heard? I just heard the dude say that yeah. the patient came and asked for the fucking procedure. And then he his, made it, he cracked a joke. And then his son recanted and said that no, he, he, the doctor actually paid the guy. Yeah. He convinced him. So, what, what, what was the consensus? I mean, what on. is the truth, bro? Yeah. He paid him to get, to get the operation and he yeah. just made it seem like he charged him 150. You, so, I mean, so you think this dude that came. That came and got his nuts ripped off and, and, and replaced with goat nuts was convinced to do this. He didn't want it. I don't know. You know, I don't know what it was like back then. I mean, you can't you can't picture the the the, want, the desire for this guy's dick to work again. I, I mean, can Make, you? Yeah. I mean, back then, I think you if you couldn't perform, your wife would have taken you out to the back of the shed. <laughs> All right, hold on. But there's more. In his clinic. Brinkley began to perform more operations he claimed would restore male virility and fertility through implanting the testicular glands of goats in his male patients at a cost of $750 per operation, $29,600 in current value. Following one of his crude operations, the body of a patient would typically absorb the goat tissue as foreign matter. The goat gonads failed to engraft into the body, as they were simply placed within the human male testicle sac or the abdomen of women. Unsurprisingly, in light of his questionable medical training, 75% completion at a less than reputable medical school, frequency of operating while intoxicated and less than sterile operating environments, some patients suffered from infection, and an undetermined number died. Brinkley would be sued more than a dozen times for wrongful death between 1930 and 1941. So, I, how many people did he do? He didn't say he did it. Because motherfuckers were showing up. It wasn't only guys. Fucking chicks were showing up to get their fucking... Ovaries replaced with fucking gonads. That's fucking great. I mean, look, this is this is like when they got mad at Trump for saying that that whatever the antiviral medication worked, and yeah. two fucking hillbillies went and, and drank their fucking pool cleaner and died. Yeah, how's that Trump's fault? It's not fucking Trump's fault. The fuck? They were gonna drink that anyway. If you don't have the sense to not drink fucking pool cleaner or to not get your fucking ovaries or testicles replaced with goat versions of them. You're, you deserve to fucking die of uh, whatever the fuck people died from back then. Dysentery? Dysentery, yeah. You never, you never seen the video of the old black lady? Uh, what was it? She's like marinating her fish 
in uh, in motor oil. Oh, God. <laughs> and some guys going up there are like, what are you doing? You can't use that. It's like, no, 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 no. The recipe said oil. It didn't say what kind. What the fuck you be watching, bro? Everything, dude. <laughs> he said with conviction. All right, hold on. There's a, little, there's a little bit more. I mean, I'm intrigued by this guy. Okay. I'll find it if you want. Soon after Brinkley opened up shop, he scored an advertising coup that made major newspapers come calling. The wife of his first goat gland transplantation patient gave birth to a baby boy. Brinkley began promoting goat glands as a cure for 27 ailments, ranging from dementia well, to emphysema to flat. Soon after Brinkley opened up shop, he scored an advertising coup that made major newspapers come calling. The wife of his first goat gland transplantation patient gave birth to a baby boy. <laughs> Brinkley oh, began promoting goat glands as a cure for 27 ailments, ranging from dementia to emphysema to flatulence. 22. He started a direct <laughs> mail blitz and hired an advertising agent so who I- helped Brinkley portray his treatments as turning hapless men into the ram that am with every lamb. 23. His burst of publicity and his stratospheric claims attracted the attention of the American Medical Association, which sent an agent to the clinic to investigate undercover. The agent found a woman hobbling around Brinkley's clinic who had been given goat ovaries as a cure for a spinal cord tumor. (laughs) From then on, Brinkley was on the AMA's radar, including catching the eye of the doctor who would eventually be responsible for his downfall, Morris Fishbein, who made his career exposing medical frauds. So we could make, there there should be a show about this, right? Yeah. It could be the next Tiger King, dude. Exactly. (laughs) No, I mean, come on, man. They're all dead. But I'm saying, like, this could be a TV show. The goat testicle king. (laughs) Yeah, the the goat testicle king? The goat testicle king? At the same time, other doctors were also experimenting with gland transplantation, including Serge Voronoff, who had become known for grafting monkey testicles into men. In 1820, Voronoff demonstrated his technique before several other doctors at a hospital in Chicago, which Brinkley showed up uninvited. Hmm. Though Brinkley was barred at the door, his appearance elevated his profile in the press, which eventually resulted in his own demonstration at a hospital in Chicago. Bro, can you imagine being that dude that didn't get let into the fucking monkey testicle transplant fucking event? (laughs) (laughs) Though Brinkley was barred at the door, his appearance elevated his profile in the press, which eventually resulted in his own demonstration at a hospital in Chicago. Brinkley transplanted goat testicles into 34 patients, including a judge, an alderman, a society matron, and the chancellor of the now-defunct Chicago Law School, not to be confused with the University of Chicago Law School. All while the press looked on, 24, his public profile grew, and his planned business in Milford continued at a brisk pace. Bro, I'm saying, dude, this is, this is, not, this is not the fucking 1500s, and this dude's fucking goat testicle business is Apparently flourishing. Yeah, there's Chicago, a bunch of goat niggas. <laughs> there's a bunch of goat ball. Like, look, it has to have been working. All right, yeah. hold on. Can you imagine? <laughs> Dude, imagine that judge. Brinkley just traveled to Los Angeles at the invitation of Harry Chandler, owner of the Los Angeles Times, who challenged Brinkley to transplant goat testicles into one of his editors. <laughs> if the operation was a success, Chandler wrote, he would make Brinkley the most famous surgeon in America. And if not, then he should consider himself damned. 25. California didn't recognize Brinkley's license to practice medicine from the Eclectic Medical University, but Chandler pulled some strings and got him a 30-day permit. 
But the operation was judged a success, and Brinkley received his promised attention in Chandler's paper, which sent many new customers Brinkley's way, including some Hollywood film stars. 26. Brinkley was so taken with the city and all the money it represented in the form of potential patients that he began making plans to relocate his clinic there. But his hopes were dashed when the California Medical Board denied his application for a permanent license to practice medicine. Having found his resume riddled with lies and discrepancies, most of them were discovered and pointed out to the board by Fishbein. Brinkley returned to Kansas undaunted and began to expand his clinic in Milford. Brinkley's activities inspired the film industry term goat gland, the grafting of talky sequences onto silent films to make them marketable. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he left behind a legacy. Well, not only he leave a legacy, I'm really wondering about this fucking transplantation shit because, you know, 1922 is not is like it's not the 1500s. Yeah. (laughs) Like this dude did this shit for like 20 years, man. So, so out there, out there, there are grandpas with goat testicles. Yeah, probably dudes out there. And probably yeah, their kids from? have like goat DNA in them. Right. Some of them That's ugly motherfuckers. Gotti! Gotti! That guy's probably one of them. <laughs> he probably got he, he probably got fucking uh, crossed with the with the other experiment and shit that the other dude was doing. Oh, with the monkey t- <laughs> the, the monkey nuts? Oh That's insensitive. That's <laughs> insensitive. I disavow. <laughs> oh shit. All right, man. You know, this, 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 we're gonna have to edit all of this whole segment out. Oh. <laughs> all right. So, man, you know what? This has actually been a doozy. This, 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 this is the best, uh, the, the best seg- segment. Do we even have a name for this segment? Uh, down no. the internet with Hyro or something like that. Um. What is it? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out. We'll figure out a name for Hyrule segment, man, because you know this is this has been great. What we 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 saw a movie, a Korean movie about a bunch of Chinese people sneaking into Korea and fucking uh freight freight boxes and infecting everybody. That was crazy. It was called the flu. From what year? What, what year? Two thousand thirteen. Is it on Netflix? Where can we see that? No, I think it's free on YouTube. Oh, okay. oh it's free on YouTube. All right, yeah, okay. go watch the fucking flu Korean yeah, movie about Chinese people. Go people. out there and watch it. Yeah, that shit was good. Um, we we found out that Mario's Judas, which is not very surprising. <laughs> no, yeah. it just confirms it. it just confirms apparently it. I'm Jay Z, which is fucking anticlimactic as fuck. <laughs> it was lame as hell. And we found out about fucking uh, what is this dude's name? Binkley, Berkeley, Brinkley. John, John R. Brinkley. 100%. So that's one of my that's one of my new fucking heroes. And I gotta look up more stuff about him. I refuse, <laughs> I refuse to believe that his fucking practice was a complete <laughs> complete quackery when he fucking was replacing famous people's nuts for fucking twenty years. There's something to this. <laughs> There's more to this story. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's that dark science they don't want us to know about the Illuminati and shit. You know. There you go. They so the JC to find out. Yeah, they don't. They don't want us to have this shit, man. Just like fucking. Uh, just oh, just like DJ Cali said, man. He told us. <laughs> but all right, dude. 
we're gonna we're gonna continue so we could wrap up, man. Mario's got some some good stuff for us, so we're gonna we're gonna yeah. catch up with Hyrule probably next week. Yes, sounds good, man. We'll play. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, this guy's fucking music. You better have this guy's music. Destination unknown, no, 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 no. I mean, that could be the title of this, uh, this segment. Destination unknown. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. I left my job, I lost my car, and my home. We don't know where Molly K, Molly K, Hyro. <laughs> All J's. We should just call him JJ. Yeah, JJ, the triple J. Dude, that's fucking crazy. The goat man. I'm down with the goat man. Oh, wait. You're supposed to play something after that segment, man. Oh, shit. Hold on. We have something. I know. Some uh, some interesting stuff came in. Let me let me play it. We should have played it afterwards, but here it goes. Day 25 of Shelter in Place. Watch 500 hours of Netflix. We watched all quarantine movies. Thanks for pandemic playlist Netflix. Scared more than ever. Stuck by yellow bio suits. Stop by Len, 95 medical masks. Thanks, Amazon. Box reads. That's good, dude. That fit with it. Because uh, Hyrule showed us a, a movie with, uh, you know, Pandemic. No. What do you think it is about Netflix? That just be, oh, you guys should all watch all these quarantine movies. It's the fucking algorithm, bro. It's what people want to watch. People... As soon as this fucking thing started happening, people started looking up pandemic movies. I mean, I don't know. They're just feeding a demand. I guess. Yeah. But, dude, no. Look, I've been here. Fucking ordered shit from Amazon. Yeah. I looked at that shit like, fuck. You know, like, <laughs> I'm a fucking wipe. I'm a, I'm a wipe. I'm a spray this bitch down and wipe it down because I don't know who the fuck that dude was, man. <laughs> you know? I mean, I already look like, at the mailman kind of funny. Like, where have you been all day? But now I gotta look at the box and be like, "Oh shit! Imagine how many places this has been. Yeah. How many people have touched it?" The other days, I'm I'm watching the news and they're like, "Oh, China sent us fucking a thousand respirators." I'm like, "Get them out of here!" I <laughs> <laughs> hey, send that shit back, dude. Return to sender, bro. What the fuck do we want Straight that for? Straight to the incinerator. <laughs> send that shit to Italy, bro. I, that this that was the first batch went to Italy. Fuck that. It's like fucking. I don't want Chinese respirators, man. I mean, is that wrong? Is that not a good thing to say, though? No, I think you know we can support one of our allies with them and just send them over there. They would appreciate it very much. That's where we need to send our respirators that could possibly be contaminated to to, to Israel. <laughs> Listen, bro. I don't condone this anti-Semitic humor that you be a. Uh... What are you talking about? I love Israel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me just tell everybody, I love Israel, I love the Jews, Jesus was the false prophet. Oh, man. So you're still waiting for Jesus to come? Or I'm not still Jesus, waiting. But I'm still waiting for the chosen one. Yeah, for you sure. Know, That's good, man. I'm, I'm still waiting for somebody to bring balance to the force. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm just making sure, you know, because I... I, I used to go to, to to temple with one of my Mexican friends who was Jewish, and I, I enjoyed it, man. Those are good people there. They had good... F- so, after every... Like uh, what I don't know, sermon, speech, whatever, ceremony thing. They they bust out like fucking amazing ass food, so it was worth it. Did you? Did they got it going on? They know what's up. They do know what's up. They know how to eat. They know how to eat good. So, right here we got something about Jordan Peterson, man. We, so, we talked about Jordan. 
Yeah, last week you brought something to the table, and you know I put it out there, and I got a response from Jordan Peterson. Let me let me rewind the tape so you can hear what uh what you said last week. I brought up Jordan Peterson to her because uh, you know it's a fucking philosophy class, and I I figured I'd ask her her opinion on on one of the people that's a contemporary at least. She she got like triggered. Oh no, I fucking can't stand that guy. <laughs> Yo man, that's rough. Why not? Because he just he has nothing good to offer. <laughs> Didn't he at least do good in in putting these names of philosophers and, and people's like radar who, who otherwise wouldn't have had exposure to it. Oh, they're, they're, there's better people that could do that. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> okay. So do, do we, tr- do we appreciate people holding thoughts and just discovering the thought, like no matter where it comes from or not, he's just, she just, I think one of the things she mentioned was that he's, uh, his, his toxic masculinity stuff is, is just unacceptable to her. So I put that out there on our social media. And I got a response, and uh, it was actually pretty good. What the fuck did you just fucking say about me, you little communist? I'll have you know I graduated top of my class at McGill University, and I've been involved in numerous scientific papers on mythology, and I have over 300 confirmed citations on ResearchGate. I'm trained in neuropsychology, and I'm the top tenured humanities professor in the entire University of Toronto. You are nothing to me but just another non-binary pronoun. I will wipe you the fuck out with precision the likes of which has never been seen even in a Soviet gulag, mark my fucking words. You think you can get away with defining truth to me over the internet? Think again, neo-Marxist. As we speak, I am contacting my secret network of psychiatrists across the Western world, and your archetype is being analyzed right now. So you better prepare for the storm, maggot. The storm that wipes out the pathetic little thing you call your super ego. Your meta narrative is over, kiddo. I can be anywhere, anytime, and I can analyze you with over 700 different psychotherapy techniques. And that's just with my lecture notes. Not only am I extensively trained in topology, but I have access to every edition of the American Psychiatric Association's DSM-4, and I will use them to their full extent to wipe your miserable complex from the collective unconscious, you little constructionist. If only you could have known what unholy retribution your little clever meta-truth was about to bring down upon your hierarchy. Maybe you would have held your fucking tongue. But you couldn't. You didn't. And now you're paying the price. You bloody postmodernist. I will shit synchronicity all over you and you will drown in it. You're fucking dead, bucko. I didn't know he was a fan of metal. But uh, yeah, that's how he sent it to me. That's good, dude. Uh, I don't know that she, you know... I'll I'll just make sure that whenever I reach out to her so that she could come on, yeah. I don't give her this this episode. <laughs> um, you know, or we could edit it in post. We could we could make a, a Sarah O'Brien uh, friendly version of this. <laughs> <laughs> she was one of the people who I asked. I'm like, hey, um, me and me and one of my buddies are planning on doing a podcast and we want to interview people. So, you know, I thought you were pretty interesting. You're a philosophy teacher. So, 
you know, you've probably dealt with a lot of kind of like swimming against the current and stuff like that. And it's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what would I be on a podcast for? It's like, I don't know, dude, fucking, you're pretty funny. You'd, you'd probably be, have something good to say. But after she told me the, the Jordan Peterson thing, I was like, Oh, and I'm not all fanatical about the guy, but her, her, for someone to be like, oh no, I'm open minded and I, I I I play with ideas and I don't care where they come from to be like, oh, accept him. I'm like, sure, there's a ton of accept hims that she's got. I'm sure if we advertise her, maybe we'll get Jordan Peterson to bring something new that day. Jordan Pe- what I mean, that Jordan Peterson had a fucking mental breakdown. Was that part of his mental breakdown? Where'd that clip come from? <laughs> Maybe, maybe that was part of his mental breakdown. <laughs> he's still in rehab right now, and he's all like, fucking people talking about me on the fucking internet. God damn it. <laughs> like, what the fuck was, uh, yeah, what the fuck was going on with, with, with that shit? I'm not sure. Uh, I know that he's uh, a little better at this point, but I think, um, you know, celebrity and all that shit gets to your fucking head, and you, you know, you go crazy after a while. We've seen that with different fucking people they all need to take a time to fucking uh you know take a break yeah well what i what i saw was something about he'd 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 been on some medication and became dependent on it and uh was having like these anxiety episodes because of the medication and some some shit like that and uh, he he just kind of decided to go and take a hiatus i think it started with his uh, daughter's diet she recommended like all meat all the fucking time well yeah i don't know i mean i i i, I do know what you're talking about because i did see that also but uh i don't know if it was the medication stuff i don't know but then you know everyone jumped on the whole thing like oh you know fucking jordan peterson he's so he's so enlightened but you know he's still in the hospital fucking dying of anxiety and all this shit. i'm like all right <laughs> that's cool yeah i mean you know he's stuck there he's probably doing some of his classes from there like every everybody else who's doing zoom yeah but it's it's just kind of crazy because i'm not sure like I, I mean i've heard i've probably heard most of his shit and i'm not sure that he really i don't know where the toxic masculinity comes from i guess if you're anyone that says that men should be men or that masculinity isn't inherently toxic, I guess, just kind of becomes like a an example of the patriarchy and shit. Because uh-huh. the most, the most he he'd say is, yeah, that you know, men and women should be given the same opportunities, but there's inherent difference be, differences between men and women, and they shouldn't be ignored. Yeah, which is nothing like radical or fucking like out there or putting women down, really. It's actually fucking well, strengthening them. Like, oh, if you're a woman, you tend to be better at these things. Right. You like you don't have to subvert your instincts and your your nature because society says so. But it's it's fucking kind of crazy because you know the same people that that are like that very anti gender role are are also really about fucking perpetuating like certain images, you know, or like you know I'm. I want to be femme, so, like, I'm going to dress like a fucking cartoon version of a woman and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
And now that was one of his other speeches that he gave about makeup in the workplace and people yeah. fucking got triggered and started flipping out on him too. I mean, it's true. Why else do women wear makeup in the workplace? It's to become more attractive. It's not fucking like, it's not rocket science. I don't know, man. Have you ever done rocket science? Yes, I filled um, these little containers with uh, some gunpowder and shit and watched things fly into the air. Rocket science. Boom. <laughs> well, dude, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Um, I just watched a SpaceX video where the spaceship landed back on Earth and there was no boom. Whoa, 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 whoa. You never said anything about it landing. Okay. You know. Know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, dude. Fucking rocket go brrr, up in the air, and they don't come back down. It comes back down, but you know, no one's like surviving. <laughs> nah, bro, they could park a rocket now. At Elon least, Musk. Look, at least I'm not uh, doing Apollo 12 or whatever the fuck the one that blew up. What about it? I'm just saying, you know, at least I can make the rocket go up and not fucking blow up on the tarmac. Uh, Teachers the and a bunch of other fucking people on board. Bro, those, those were lives. Those were lives that mattered. Six six, six souls that oh, died that day in front of the nation. Very insensitive, man. That was like that was like um the the nine eleven primer event, you know. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. But um you know, with that fucking terrible. Actually, we should go on something more uplifting, man. Do Wait, we have any more? any uplifting news? Uh, okay, so I get last week I brought up uh, some positives that the quarantine has brought to us. Yeah. So this week I found some more. It's uh, hmm. people are expected. They haven't done a survey yet, but because everyone's at home, they're expecting another baby boom. Because everybody's at home now. There's nothing to do. Everybody's bored as shit. It's Netflix and chill all day. And if you know what Netflix and chill means, it's basically fucking. But listen, bro, um, I thought that the fucking quarantine brought about a an influx of divorce and domestic violence. Which one is it? Both. People want to fuck and fight. That's what's tough. Yeah. All right. What you got? You got any other good news? Uh, other than uh, well, you know, it's it's somewhat good news to me. But uh, there's a lot of people having a fucking meltdown right now. And that's over Bernie losing. Or Bernie <laughs> quitting. There's just so much salt on, on Facebook. It's hard to collect it all. Yeah. But uh, I did manage to get uh, one of the most progressive people out there, Jimmy Dore. Uh, my, me and my friend uh, Gabby went to go see him live. And, uh, yeah, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty progressive. So... He actually was pro Bernie all the fucking way, and now that Bernie backed out, now he's uh he calls him fickle, and he's uh -huh. feckless, and all this other shit. But uh, I got a clip from Dame Pesos, who managed to clip together all the best stuff. So I don't know if you want to share. Let me share my screen. Allow me to share my screen so you can watch. Go ahead. Go. Dame Pesos, is that a YouTube channel, a podcast, That's a or what is that? Channel. He's very famous, bro. Dame Pesos, he's famous among the uh, the people. So we don't there. need to give him a shout out that people already know? Oh, well, you should know that uh, Dame Pesos from Chile, and uh, his character is Pinochet. 
as for anyone who knows who Pinochet is, he uh, dumped communists out of helicopters. So he's a big fan. Oh, this is this some of your alt right uh, fucking Charlottesville racist Kekistan shit? How can he be racist? He's brown. Oh, okay, that's fine then. Go ahead. All right. Tweets. As badass as David Sirota is to everybody, he's the badass. He's still not allowed to come on my show. Just so you know, I asked him if he would ask permission from Bernie, and they didn't give it to him. Uh, so David Sirota tweets out about that. He goes, I wonder if we will see any sheriffs muster the courage to refuse to evict people during the coronavirus. So I tweeted out, I wonder if the Bernie Sanders or his campaign will have the courage to organize a rent mortgage student loan strike, or use their email list to help organize a general strike, or even really have any idea on what to do right now except make impotent requests online. I just want to tell David Sirota, because if he's watching, to beg for the blessing of authority is to accept that the choice is the master's alone to make, which means that the person is already, by definition, a slave. Bernie Sanders is a slave. David Sirota is a slave. Everybody who works in that campaign is a slave. There are moles inside that campaign, handpicked by Bernie. His entire campaign is full of cowards. He's a coward, and his campaign is a fucking colossal failure. Bernie says he's the organizer-in-chief. He's not organizing shit. Bernie Sanders is not who you think he is. He's a feckless fucking coward. He voted for this because he doesn't fear you. He knows that you'll never fucking hold his feet to the fire, ever. He went and sucked Hillary Clinton's cock for months. He's tweeting that he's doing something. I'm working on a fourth stimulus. Suck my dick. Quit tweeting bullshit. Here's his, here's his tweet. You want to see his tweet? Here's his tweet. Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, Amazon, pays zero in federal income taxes. Workers unable to get the protection they need. All this is is empty rhetoric. You're flapping your gums with no plan to do anything. You feckless loser. You're going to be dead in a few years and the rest of the country's going to live in a corporate fucking nightmare and you're bragging that you got us a water fountain inside the prison they just built us. Everyone else is at le leading and he's just tweeting about it. That's what all their genius fucking brains inside their campaign. All the fucking morons who thought it was smart not to come and not to talk to pro real progressive media and because they couldn't face a question from a dumb motherfucker like me, Bernie goes on The View and he gets his ass handed to him by a dummy like fucking Whoopi Goldberg. That's how fucking horrible he is. That's how little he wants to win this race. That's what a feckless leader he is. There it is. Every hour he tweets out something. Congress must pass new and unprecedented emergency legislation that guarantees health care for all. Working in details now. Oh, are you? You're what, working so, the details so in now? Guy, April 2nd, you fucking asshole? Big, so that's uh, why I have on... Yeah. So that was Sanders supporter and now he's mad? Oh, he's fucking pissed. Yeah, but what, what the fuck did he learn that he didn't know before? For that's making him so upset. Like he, this is all news to him. This is all news to him. Uh, uh, the, the young, fuck how? the young Turks are the same way. They're they're one hundred percent Bernie, and now they just like, oh well, he did this to us last year. We should have just known better. I thought he got set up by the party last last time. He did, and apparently that these people just don't learn. The Bernie Bros just don't learn. But why are they mad at Bernie? Why is he against Bernie? I'm confused. Oh, because he's feckless, bro. Because he's got no spine. Because he, he <laughs> fucking decided that he was going to go on stage and not attack anybody directly and just be very nice to everybody. Call them their, his friends. Oh, man. So, okay. So, I guess the good news for this week is that um, Bernie Sanders lost the nomination. So, now we're going to get a fucking a senior citizen with dementia. Yeah. Who's pretty much going to be kind of 
you know, it'll be funny. At, I mean, left at the mercy of whoever the modern contemporary uh, left wing Dick Cheney is. Yeah, I would imagine it'll make good content. We'll have great content next year. Although I did see, I did see a couple of people implying that that uh, Biden would run with Bernie. I want to say no. I, I think it'd be smarter if they just put a. I'm sure they'd put like a brown female. Yeah, they're gonna put Kamala, or just a female. It'll yeah. be the ultimate like uh, story of like these two hated each other, and now they're gonna work together to stop Trump. It's like the ultimate Avengers movie or something. Yeah, yeah. So, but but I did see some implication about Bernie running with uh with Biden, which would be kind of funny because. It's just kind of Bernie admitting defeat and just kind of tagging along. No, it's it's people who are making up stuff just to vote blue. Like, there's whole discussions on fucking Facebook. Like, everybody who's a Bernie bro is, like, super upset, but they're all like, well, I guess we're going to have to vote Biden. Blue no matter who, bro. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's your vote, but you're sitting there and you're all like, I really hate Trump. But Joe Biden. <laughs> so, so one of the things that I that I had heard, I, I mentioned that earlier, is that fucking Hollywood is uh, is on the brink of fucking becoming useless, and uh, the internet is kind of taking over. Good. Um, they're also talking a lot about uh, homeschooling and families kind of being brought together, and you know, as much as there is reports and ironically you know about like divorces and domestic violence that there's there's a lot of families that weren't spending time together that who are now so that's a good thing you know good. aren't you all about family all that fucking based all that is fucking based. values dude all that and, um, homeschool your fucking kids and the other one is kind of interesting about how much work can effectively be done from home and how the outlook on that is going to change from people kind of having to justify it or ask for permission to it being encouraged because it would be cheaper to have, you know, people who can do 100% of their tasks from home be at home and then you could downsize in terms of like property rentals and things like that for companies. So no, yeah. it's pretty interesting. There's a lot of positives to this uh, whole disaster. Dude. So, okay, then this is going to be my last example before we sign the fuck off out this bitch. But I have been working from home and uh, my job is is like, all right, how can you do your job from home? Like as a case manager, right? I, you know, whatever social worker, I connect people to resources. And uh, first, there's no fucking resources. Everything's shut the fuck down. So there's no housing for people to go to. There ain't no appointments going on unless it's like a fucking vital appointment and things like that. So nobody's doing shit in terms of like the people that I work with. But I'm in this bitch now with just connecting calls through my fucking, uh, through the roadcaster, through the, through the podcasting equipment. Yeah. Cause on the phone, it's like, all right, if I make a phone call to, uh, to anyone you know like you make the phone call you add the phone call and you merge it once you fucking get off that phone call you can't make another phone call you can't do anything like that so i could just have like three or four or five phone calls on the phone i mean on the coming into the machine yeah and uh from from the same google voice number 
on like three different pages. It's fucking crazy. I was like, oh my god, I'd be running a fucking a uh, crazy ass operation like a radio station. It's really nice. I had a case manager staff meeting the other day, and I I did it with the roadcaster. And I was so close, so close to hitting a rim shot or something like that in the middle of the fucking thing. Yeah, it's nice. So if, if anyone is out there fucking having to make phone calls for their job and do shit like that, man, dude, it's fucking uh, it's a dreamy, it's a dreamy scenario. Honest, honestly, I think I could do the the case manager thing from home, but I'm I'm pretty much the only one who's there. No, until you until you have to take motherfuckers to doctors' appointments and housing meetings and shit like that. Well, I I get that aspect, but the majority of the time, these people just need someone to talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But either way, man. Point is that you know this this whole fucking virus seems to be changing the way that people are are interacting with with work and kind of the flexibilities people can be afforded, and it could change industry. To, to the point where it could make certain businesses, you know, operate at, at lesser costs, and it could give people the opportunity to work from home and have more autonomy over their time and shit. So, shit. hopefully, that'll be the case instead of the dystopian one-world currency, fucking crypto chips in your fucking brain, um, consolidation of power and resources. Right? That's what we're not. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're avoiding. That's what we're avoiding. I don't know. I well, think well, that's the alternative. That's the alternative. It's it's all right. It's a it's a nice alternative. It's a very positive alternative. Almost positive. Almost positive. Oh, that, well, that will just tell the people to keep a fucking eye to the sky and ear to the ground. Because for uh, for who was it? For Carlos Townsend, Van Rollington, and Jamal K. Jerome K. Hyro. We tell the people to uh, be vigilant and be kind. <laughs> I think we need to consider closing the schools down. And who stays home with the kids? The man known to fans of Tiger King as Joe Exotic is now quarantined for coronavirus in a Fort Worth prison. What are you doing? Say what? What are you doing? I'm oiling my fish. What kind of oil are you using? I'm using Fag, Fag W30. That's motor oil, lady. Honey, let me tell you something. You can use this oil. You must ain't never cooked no fish before. But I never used motor oil. Well, my my mama and my grandmama used it forever in the days. And I already done seasoned. You see the season? I done seasoned it real good. Lord, how much? I don't know, well, man. Well, let me go and get what I got to do. I'm finna go and drop it in the skitty. I'ma go on it, uh, and I'ma go along and let it go on it and, and uh, sit there for a minute. Then I'ma go and drop it in the cornmeal and put it on in the skitty. So I, I just want you to know you you welcome to come get your son. You know, why the oil is soaking all up inside of Okay. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. So Who I- helped Brinkley portray his treatments as turning hapless men into the ram that am with every lamb? To license it.